The sun is coming through the open blinds in the window. The birds are chirping in the background. Um, and then there's this. I was like, what does that sound remind me of? And I'm thinking, it's the burden up. So <laughs> awesome movie. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. That's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about Kevin. Who's Kevin? Kevin is the bird in Up. <laughs> I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome. Happy Life Studios. We're here to help your life be happier. I am on location today in Ventura, California, and I woke up early this morning. You know, it's like when you wake up, it's right around five or so, and I just couldn't get back to sleep. I got to bed late. Uh, last night and so I kept trying to struggle with getting back to sleep and and it didn't work I laid there for about an hour and I finally said you know what this isn't that big of a deal because I am in this pop-up camper and I haven't stayed in a camper forever and it's been cool at night getting getting fairly cool for out here anyway and uh, I basically have the heat off because I love to sleep in the cold the mattress I'm on is a memory foam mattress and uh, and I brought Seattle with me, brought the weather with me, and uh, so it's been raining at night. So at night I go to bed and I hear the just the little tap, the pitter patter of a rain on the on the cloth ceiling, you know, on my fold out portion here. And I wake up in the morning and the birds are chirping and I'm all cozy and I'm thinking, you know, it's not such a bad thing to not be able to sleep right now. <laughs> and I thought I want to share this with you. It's such a peaceful. Ah, the sun's coming in through the window. You can hear the birds chirping in the background. And I thought I would share the love a little bit. Luckily, I have a ambient noise on my phone. Um, and I needed it because they got this rooster out here that is just ridiculously stupid. Sorry, it is just a stupid rooster. It's a confused animal. Um, because, number one, its schedule's confused. It doesn't know, you know. I always grew up hearing that, you know, the rooster crowed when the sun came up, right? That was your alarm clock. And then he would shut up. Not this rooster. <laughs> this rooster. It just keeps on going all day long. And it doesn't do cock-a-doodle-doo either. I grew up hearing cock-a-doodle-doo, right? And I, 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 I've learned, and I'm getting somewhere with this, trust me, but, but this rooster, it didn't learn that. This rooster, I don't know the noise it makes. And this morning, I was sitting there listening to it. You would interrupt the birds chirping and everything, and all of a sudden, I'm like, what is that sound? What is that from? And it, I, it reminds me of something. I was like, it's some other bird from some movie or something. And I went, what? Yes, from Up. Remember the movie Up? The Pixar movie, animated movie, where there is an old man, Mr. Fitz, Fitzgerald, Fitzpatrick, something like that. His name was Carl, right? And uh, they're building all these high rises around him. He's stuck in his little house that he can't seem to get rid of because, you know, he and his wife 
had been there many years and his wife passed away. So now he's all by himself in this house and all the noises around him. And he just wants to get out of town. And so he buys all these hot air balloons and attaches them to his house. And this Boy Scout comes up to him and uh, rings a doorbell and, and he wants to shoo the Boy Scout away. This Boy Scout was a little bit too zealous, had a lot of energy, you know, and he had to get his helping the elderly badge. But Carl wants nothing to do with him. Carl just wants to be at home, in his own home, in his own living room, in his chair that he's been in forever, sitting there all by himself, and he just wants peace and quiet, and this Boy Scout just won't won't leave him alone. So he comes up with his plan. He wants to go on an adventure. Um, he wants to get to happy, actually. He wants to go on a happy adventure. That's where we've been here. That's why I'm in... in um, Ventura right now is that we just this weekend we did a couple of happy you master classes we went all weekend I mean we started Friday night and ended Saturday night and we just had enough time basically to get home and sleep and eat breakfast and get back and then Sunday morning we did a little bit more and it was just fantastic and it was a happy adventure you know and then in a, in a day or two I get to go and see my son who's going to college in, in Hollywood and uh, that's going to be a happy adventure. And then I'm heading back east a little bit out, down by Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho Cucamonga. That's true. That's the name of it. <laughs> I think of Will Ferrell in Elf when, when you know, he heard, found out the guy's name was Francisco and he sat in his dad's office and just kept repeating, Francisco. Francisco. Rancho Cucamonga. Francisco. I mean, I don't know where that name come from. I'm sure it means something, but that's what it reminds me of Rancho Cucamonga. But I get ahead back in that direction, Fontana area, um, Rialto area, San Bernardino area out there. And we get to do several more Happy You master classes out there. And every Happy You is different. There's no agenda. It's just wherever it goes. And this one this weekend, we, we talked a lot about God and how he thinks about us. The most important thing that we can have in our life is our opinion of what God thinks about us. You know, God made Adam and Eve in his image, but we like to return the favor. You know, we like to make him an ours. In other words, if I'm disappointed with myself or I don't think I, I'm performing at the level that I should perform at, or if I, I feel like I wish I could be here financially or I could be there emotionally or I could know these people, you know, relationally. And if I'm disappointed in myself or angry at myself or discouraged with myself or down on myself, therefore, I create God in that same image. I believe that God feels the same way about me. And if I believe that, then I'm going to live that. It changes the way I live. On the flip side of that, if I flip that script and I really believe the truth that the Bible's full of verses that said stuff like, I will never leave you, forsake you. Um, I love the world so much that I gave you my only son that you could have a, you know, you could have eternal life. God, God loves us. He cares for us. We, we are his delight. We are the apple of his eye. The Bible says there, there are so many scriptures. that says that God's planned out our days. He's got, he's got plans for us to give us a hope and a, and a future. And, and so God's got these plans for us. But if we don't believe that, it might as well not even be true. I mean, if you believe that God cares about you and that he's, he's pretty cool and he's pretty powerful, right? He's all powerful. Uh, he, made, he made Mount Rainier where I live, um, which is a breathtaking, massive piece of stone. Um, and then he made the ocean out here. I was just out by yesterday in Ventura. And uh, that same God that can hold those in the palm of his hand cares about you. And if you believe that and you know he's got plans for you and you know he's not going to leave you and you know that he wants to help you. He sent his only son to the earth, right, so that he could help us, so that he could bring us 
to this happy life, to this contented life, not content in the fact that I never want to grow anymore, but content where I'm good with myself. I might not be where I want to be, but I'm okay with myself. God made me. He's got a plan for my life. He loves me. I'm happy. God wants to take us there. And if we believe that an almighty God wants to help us, well, guess what? We're going to ask for it. And we're going to feel good about ourselves. And when life is tough, it's okay. He created us and he loves us. And not only does he want to help us, he's dying to help us. He he actually died to help us. I mean, Jesus came to earth and died to help us so that we could be free, so that we could be at peace, so that we could be happy. That's what God wants. And he's all powerful. So if we believe that, then we begin to live that way and we don't get as discouraged. It doesn't affect our life as much because we're like, it's okay. I've got a big God that's going to help me through this. And that's what God loves to do. He loves to help. And so we talked this last weekend, uh, the whole weekend, we just talked about God and how he feels about us. And we asked him his opinion instead of just creating him in our image. And we talked about learning how to communicate with God. It's not that hard. God wants to have a communication with you because you can't have a relationship without a communication. No relationship is better than its communication. And so God wants to communicate with us. The problem is he speaks God, we speak human. And sometimes we need some help. Sometimes we need someone who is a little bit better at communicating with God to kind of interpret it for us. But boy, it was just so cool. Listen to everyone, ask God what he felt about them, and then say, how many of you felt something? Are you? And they began to share with what, what they felt like God was communicating to them about them. Oh, it was, it was just so moving to me. It was, it was just so emotional. And in this movie, Up, Mr. Fitzgerald, Carl, he just wants to be happy. He wants to go on a happy adventure. He wants to just get his house out of all the noise and move it to somewhere else and then continue to live by himself. His idea of a happy life is his walker, his living room, his recliner, and himself. That's it. But Russell shows up, the Boy Scout, the overzealous, energetic Boy Scout. He doesn't need that energy. You know, he's probably already raised his kids and grandkids, whatever. He doesn't need that anymore. And uh, so as he's going on this happy adventure, um, you know, the, the, the house takes off and it's way up in the sky now, up by the clouds. And, and all of a sudden he hears the door knock and he goes to answer the door and it's Russell. Russell, the Boy Scout, he's going to get his help in the elderly badge. That's what he's going to do. So he stowed away on the porch when it took off. And all of a sudden now he's stuck in the sky. In his, yeah, everything's perfect except he's got Russell there. They have landed now on this strange planet, the strange rock, wherever you want to call it. And Russell won't stop. He's just go, 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 talk, 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 talk. And, and uh, Carl just wants peace and quiet. He wants to get to that happy adventure. And now all the noise of the city is now the noise of Russell, right? So he tries to get Russell out of his hair, and he tries to send him off. And this is where this stupid rooster comes in. This rooster, it's kind of like... Big Bird meets Jurassic Park. So he, he tells him about snipe hunting, right? That, you know, when you want to get rid of somebody, you tell him to go look for snipe. And, and this bird comes out, and, and this Boy Scout Russell calls him Kevin. He names him Kevin. It's perfect. This bird is just so goofy and so uh, wants to eat everything. It eats Carl's walker, spits it back out. I mean, this bird, his name Kevin, that's perfect. And uh, so Carl wants peace and quiet, so he sends Russell out to go snipe hunting, and Russell comes back with a snipe, what he thinks is a snipe, and it's Kevin, this gargantuan big bird meets Jurassic Park, right? He comes back with him, and when Carl sees him, he's like, 
what are you doing here? Get away. And he points his walker at, at Russell. And he says, I don't want you here. And he points it at, at Kevin and says, I don't want you here. Well, Kevin doesn't care. He doesn't. So here he is with this over-talking Boy Scout, a dog that talks, uh, this bird Kevin that won't leave him alone. And all he wants is peace and quiet so he can be happy. All he wants is his recliner, his walker, his living room, and himself. And he has this idea of what happy is supposed to look like, what happy is supposed to feel like. And now he's got these distractions that are stopping him from getting there. Russell, the dog, I can't remember what the dog's name is, and Kevin, right? And that happens with us. We've got this idea of what happy looks like. And I think sometimes, honestly, I'll get mad at God. I've gotten mad at God in the past because I got this plan for my life, and I want to be happy. I want to be at peace, right? I want to be victorious. I want to be a champion of life. And yet Kevin keeps showing up. I keep getting these people in my life that keep interrupting me, and I don't want them to interrupt me. They, they're, they're talking too much, or they're spending too much energy, or I just want peace and quiet. I want to sit in my recliner, and I want to, you know, my view of happy life. And then Kevin shows up. Russell shows up. The talking dog shows up, <laughs> right? And, and now his world is just as bad as it was before in his eyes. But if we skip to the end of the movie... At the end of the movie, Russell, this energetic, nonstop Boy Scout, wins his heart. And Kevin, this dorky, loud, obnoxious bird that keeps eating all of his stuff, wins his heart. And at the very last scene of the movie, the, the Boy Scout gets his helping the elderly badge. And guess who's there to help him pin it on him? Carl. And at the end, they're just sitting there and they're playing some game. And, and, and Carl is happy. It's what Carl was looking for, but it's not in his living room, not in his recliner, not with just himself, because he has embraced the distraction. He's embraced the Kevin. He's embraced the Russell, and that's what brought him happy. So be encouraged. If you've got distractions in your life right now, if you've got things in your life that you feel are hindering your happy, they might be actually helping your happy if you can just ask God to help you embrace where you are at because God often will use the Kevins and the Russells more often than not I'm telling you he uses those interruptions he uses the people some of the people that I'm closest to that have made me the happiest are people that I never would have picked on my own but they came into my life and they came into my life in much in the same way that Russell would have came into Carl's life they came in a life that I wasn't expecting uh, but I couldn't ignore it and, and then later on, I was so glad that I couldn't ignore it. And I'm glad that, that they didn't leave or that I couldn't get rid of them because they're the ones that have made me who I am today. They're the ones that have made me happy and given me a happy life. So don't be discouraged if you're in a situation where all you see is Kevin, this awkward thing sitting in front of you, making noise, bothering you. You've got this Russell, this obnoxious person in your life. It could be an employee. It could be a, a coworker. It could be a family member. I don't know. But you know what? He is who he is. And if we learn to embrace where we're at instead of just limiting our happy life to what we think we have to have and saying it is what it is and take life for where it is and ask God to help us with that, ask the Almighty God who not only is dying to help us but actually did die to help us. And he's communicating with us. He's communicating with us right now. And um, it's, it's not that hard. We just have to open up our eyes a little bit. When I say God speaks to me, I've never heard his voice out loud speak to me. I always get these 
guiding in my in my gut in my heart these feelings or these signs like a billboard or a, a song that the lyrics are exactly the answer to what I'm going through and I just that's how God communicates with us he he communicates us with us on so many levels because that's what he wants to do because he wants to help us get to our happy so ask him Ask him to help you embrace where you're at. Ask him what he thinks about your Russell, what he thinks about your talking dog, what what he thinks about your your Kevin. Ask him what he thinks and wait for him to give you a feeling, a thought, an idea, or maybe just through time, you'll start embracing it. Maybe you won't get a thought or an idea, but you'll wake up one day and you'll be like, you know what? I like my Russell. That Kevin is pretty cool. You know, ask God to help you change your perspective. Ask God to help you because he will. And embrace the Kevins in your life. Embrace those things that you never have there because oftentimes those are the things that are actually helping you get to happy and not hindering you from getting there. So from from Southern California, from Ventura, by the beach and the early morning birds, um, I hope that helps because that's what we're here for, to help you. You rock. You're amazing. Thank you for listening to this. God's got a plan for your life. And it's no joke. He cares about you. <laughs> He's crazy about you. Thanks for listening. Steve Ace.